and welcome to It's Time to Go, a Big Brother Australia podcast. I'm Jane Shepard, and for two points, I'll nominate my co-host, Ben, ben Myers. Myers. How you going, Ben? Yeah. Yeah, we're back. We are back. We, um, we were just here. We were just back. recording back-to-back tonight, and for one point, I will nominate Aaron. McIntyre? Who's McIntyre? I don't know, some dude I used to go to school with. No, Aaron from Big Brother 2002. Oh, yeah, that's fair, because he sucks. And not enough people nominated him. Yeah, oh, yeah, he only only two, he was up for it, well. He got two votes. He got two votes, but it was enough. No, it was definitely enough. Thank God. Let's get straight into it, because there is a lot to cover this week. Cat people up, five people up for eviction. Yeah, that's what I mean. So much to, um, so many fights. Yeah, it was good. Tensions were running pretty high <clears throat> all week, and uh, we loved it. Cat is out the door. She leaves a really subpar farewell message. Goodbye, Katrina. What does she talk about in her message? She says, no sour grapes. It's all good. Turkan, you're a beautiful person. And that's pretty much it. Yep. It's raining that morning, though, and uh, Big Brother goes... Wait, the next morning? No, that the morning of her oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Brother goes, Aaron, please take off the cover for the rats. And he is pissed off. He's like, you're kidding, for fuck's sake. And he runs out there. And then he's going so fast that he stubs his toe oh, yeah, that's on right. the rat cage. Wait, that was, who was it? It Aaron. was Aaron, because he's always up first. He loves getting up early. And he comes back in, and Peter's up. And he goes, I stubbed my toe. And Peter cannot care less. Yeah, he, no, Peter doesn't give a shit about it. He no just Aaron. goes, oh, it's no good. Um, Katrina, what do we miss about her? Because I was saying in last week's episode, she is a bit of a voice of reason in the house. Because there are a few... Uh, you know, quality characters, but big, there big are some nuts in here. Um, don't really seem to think of how their actions affect the group long term, sort of thing. Yeah. And she brings this up on her last day on that on that very morning. Oh, sweet. And she's talking about the weekly budget because they keep forgetting to wear their microphones and they keep getting fined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Katrina goes, "There's, uh, I think this is the quote. <clears throat> she goes, "There's only so much we can do as a group. We're all individuals, and we need to start taking responsibility for our own actions, right? Yep. Seems fair. That's fair." And Jess goes, ah, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Isn't that how society works? Like, we yeah. take responsibility for our actions? That's not fair or reasonable. There's though. some people that just don't agree. There's some people that don't see that that's legitimate. Yeah. Some people that do the wrong thing, like, oh, I'm going to drive my car through a red light and um, then not take responsibility. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to really quickly. Is yep. there anything else you wanted to say about Katrina? Because I got one more thing I want to say about it. The only thing I wanted to say is that on um, after she's gone, Nat and... Um, <laughs> Nath and Jess yes. have a convo about her. Yes. Is this where you're going? Yes. Okay, you, you take it away. No, you take it away. Um, they're having a convo about her saying she's not really, uh, she wasn't really herself. She like said a lot how she's a big personality on the outside, and I think she just felt like she was trapped on the inside. Then all of a sudden they go, is that her bra? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wasn't what you want to say? Uh, they, they well, start, yeah, that's another takeaway from this, but yeah, go for the bra. Because they start a shrine because Damien left behind something as well. So They, I go, they put the bra imagine. on some candles. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that would have made Katrina cry on the outside? Because she was quite... No, nah, I think she was happy well to be out. Yeah, yeah. No, but seeing the video of the bra and being like, oh my God, what are they doing with my bra? <laughs> That's touched my boobs. <laughs> so um, Nathan says that he would have liked to have met some of Katrina's friends. He feels like if he says, if, he, if I feel like if I got to know them, them better, I'd get a better understanding of Katrina. And I'm thinking, is that the real reason you want to get to know them or because you'd like to kill them? Because <laughs> for those of you who haven't been keeping up with the podcast. Oh, no. Here it comes. Would you care to tell me what Nathan has been doing for the past 10 years? 
I can't even remember. Oh, wait, in real life. Yeah. Oh, he's been on radio for the last 10 years. In radio for the last 10 years. Yep. For those of you not keeping up with the podcast, I hurled this uh, bit of an ac- accusation at him that I believed he was a psychopath. Yeah, like from the day dot. Taking that in- into consideration, yeah? Yep. Bit interesting. This comes up on Radio Today last week. <clears throat> If you work in radio, you are more likely to be subject to psychopathic behaviour from your co-workers, according to the findings presented by a new book by Oxford research psychologist David Kevin Dutton. The heading being radio presenters and journalists among top jobs for psychopaths. I saw that and I thought of you and Nathan. (laughs) Yeah, I sort of said that at the start as a joke, right? Yeah. But you're being serious. Well, I, I'm just saying, like it's it the, backs the, the it sort, up. Yeah, the sort of um, the evidence is building up against him. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely fair. Do you have the test ready here? I don't have the, psycho- <laughs> the psychopathy test yet, but I've got an idea. Yep. I'm going to start calling into his show in uh, Perth, is which that is where he pretty is? yeah in Perth, which is good because of the time difference. I'm going to start calling in. Uh, like, you know, just spread out calls over a few weeks and be like, ah, hey, you know, like, just sort of not hijack the show, but just like, you know, get get onto the producer, sweet talk him a bit, get onto the show and be like, uh, hey, Nathan, um, would you like, um, how would this statement describe you on a scale of one to ten? Uh, do you take other people, other people's thoughts into consideration or do you make flip, like, you know what I mean? And just over, over the course of a few weeks, yep. try work out whether or not this okay. man's are who well, I think Well, you can is. try that once and I think once you get on the air, they'll dump you and then they'll block your number <laughs> and then you You'll be the psychopath. I love that. Um, I definitely want to. I, w- I definitely want to do the test. Maybe the week that Nathan goes out, we'll bring the test in. Done deal. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, nominations, pretty near. Except Gretel is wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt. So, do you think that for eviction night they've got like 10, 20 people working on Gretel, <laughs> but then for nomination they're just like, look, we don't have the money to make you look good two nights. Like from, we don't have the budget to make you look good on a Monday. I wrote down, someone's gone down and got the three for 30 special at JJ's. <laughs> Remember JJ's <laughs> back in the day? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Me and a friend used to, like my local um, shopping centre down at Knox, after school we would always just go to Knox. Knoxville. Um, Knoxfield? No, I love Knox. Love the city of Knox. Do you? Yeah. Okay, um, interesting. But we would always go to JJ's, and we actually made friends with someone who worked in there, but like we would barely buy anything. We would just always pop in and chat. Oh, you just talk shit with them? Yeah. I used to talk a bit of shit with the people at JJ's. I think they're friendly people. I went through a bit of a nail polish polish phase because they used to sell cheap nail polish, pretty pink colours of... like pink, Really? Pinks and greens of nail polish at JJ's, yeah. But you went through a phase of actually putting nail polish on? Nail polish and just like the standard, you know, JJ's uh, stuff. Like those are... What were those like? Um, You know, like the Kanye glasses with like the, yes. stri- the stripes through them? Yep. God, I feel like we make a Kanye reference every episode, don't we? But Kanye's such an influential person on our lives, plus he's future president. One of the most influential people of, you know, our generation. (laughs) Legitimately. It's funny you mentioned nail polish. I was thinking about that today because I've never done nail polish. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Get on that shit. It will change your life. No, because I've been like, I have this inner, um, what's the word for it? Inner mindset that like, um, sometimes I feel like I'm not being um, the 100% Jaden that I could be. And then I'm like, could nail polish unleash? Bring that out. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Next week, I want to see you on some pink and green nail polish. Oh, I'll bring some in for you if I've still got any left from JJ. Okay, I'll sort I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. It's done for the socials. Anything um, else about our nominations apart from Gretel's uh, Rolling Stones t-shirt that we love so much? Uh, yeah, only one though. Yeah. Uh, Aaron goes for two points. I'm going to nominate Jess. Yep. He goes, at first it was just uh, her participation with Marty. But now, it's also a fact she didn't really help with the task. And he goes, Katrina and Turk stayed up all night. And she didn't. And I'm saying, sorry, Aaron, did you stay up all night? Yeah. That's fucked. That's fucking stupid. Uh, nominations this week. Oh, no. Jess, hair. 
Just as um every I feel like every nomination night she wants to look wild on nomination night for some reason. She probably knows she's getting on TV. Yeah, she's got like a red beanie with a rhino on it. What brand is that? I forget what that is. But definitely not du- Dead Skull. Definitely not, <laughs> definitely not Dead Skull. We love our Dead Skull. Everyone buy a Dead Skull shirt. Um, but she's wearing a like a matching jumper to that as well. And with the beanie, she's got like a frizzy hair like sticking out each side. Oh Fucking yes, crazy. I do remember You're that now. Crazy. Uh, let's go through yes. the points. Twelve points for Turkan. Turkan. Eight points for Jess. Turkan. Uh, two points for Nathan, Aaron, and Alex. We love you, Turkan. Uh, one point. For Mirabai and Shannon. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, so five people for the first time ever are for an eviction. Yep. We had four last season, but this is the first five person. Groundbreaking. History making, hey. as Gretel describes it. It is groundbreaking. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> or Gretel on um, the eviction night, yeah. she goes, which is a bit, jumping a bit ahead, but it's Gretel okay. goes, this is... Uh, Big Bro- We're making Big Brother history. We have five people up for eviction. This makes the big banana look like a cocktail frankfurt. Like, but in complete monotone, she goes, this makes the big banana look like a cocktail frankfurt. She's like clearly just so disappointed in herself <laughs> going, man, I've only been doing this for one season. And I'm already scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> for analogies here. Six more years to go, Gretel. Six more years. Good luck out there. Uh, this week on the task, they have to do lifesaver drills and have their floaty with them at all times. Which uh, fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Which part? Uh, uh, the fact that they're going, I, I reckon we bet 100%. Yeah, let's bet 100% because um, what can go wrong about this? Within two minutes, motherfuckers <laughs> are already... <laughs> my floaty! My flo- oh, shit. I've, I'm in the toilet and it's all the way across the bedroom. Idiots. I don't know why they're doing 100%. Unless you feel like you can absolutely do it. Why do you it? feel the need to do... you Like... $6,000 yeah. is, like, more than enough to get 10 people by for a week. Yeah? You can buy so much. Just, why not just, like, like I, I'd be going 75. I, I think mm-hmm. 75 is like, okay, we'll, we'll we'll feel the consequences if we fuck up. Yeah. But our week will be bearable if, if we do, if, if we do fuck up. And I can understand doing 100% once, but this is the second time. They, for some reason, just don't learn, you think they would have learned. Yeah. The show loves... Um, putting on the footage if the guy's in their speedos. Oh, they yeah. just It's literally like a close-up of every guy putting them on. This is the first... Um, and I'll tell you what, I enjoyed it myself. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, um, this is the first task I remember. Oh, really? And my mum actually came out and she went, I remember this task. Oh, but are you, were you watching it in the lounge room or in your room? No, I remember it because I, myself, am a lifesaver. My brother was a lifesaver. My father is oh. a life member of the Mount Martha Lifesaving Club. My mother was also a lifesaver. So Good it recall. Family. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, man. So, as we said, the floaties are always disappearing from the people, and this leads to a massive fight. Mm. A three-way. Oh, fuck yeah. You. Which is a fight about nothing. Let's get into it. Uh, Aaron is sitting on the couch with a few other buds. And uh, Alex has heard from Sarah that she thinks she has broken the rules and it would be the fourth time, which means the task is a bust. Because they get three chances, three strikes, you out, boy. The thing is, though, let's not panic because they don't know each time whether they actually have a strike. So they might think, oh, I failed it, but they haven't. So that's why... These motherfuckers don't realise how far a metre is. And keeping in mind, these um, bo- like these bo- these flotation devices yeah. have straps on them. You can literally just carry it around you on your back with the- you. Why would you not just go, okay, if we're betting 100%, everyone just fucking keep it on your mm. back all times, except for when you're in bed, maybe just have it on the floor or alongside you. Sleep with the thing, spoon the thing, I don't know. Even when you're in bed, I reckon, because if you wake up and you're like dazed and you just walk out without mm. it, mm. I'll still sleep with it. Straight up. Bit of company for those who aren't, uh, you know, finding, you know, 
who don't have a blossoming romance in that house. They don't you know get to spoon with anyone. Mm. Poor, you know, poor uh, who, who's who's not getting any action in the house at the moment. Alex, Alex probably isn't. Alex definitely isn't. Alex has always got a beer on him. Have you noticed? Alex is always walking around with a beer. Well, they do have a, now that Damien isn't drinking him. They've got a lot to go yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. Holy shit, this guy's always got a beer, but I feel like if I was in the Big Brother house, I probably would. People would probably be saying the same thing about me. What else are you doing with your day? Exactly. 24 hours, you gotta have a few beers. Um, the flight, the fight blows up because Alec, Alex comes in and does the worst thing he can do. He goes, Oh, there, there might be a problem. Yeah. But I won't say what the problem is. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right, which is it. where it fucking goes. And then what happens is Aaron really wants to know. Now you've told us. You got to tell us. You got to tell us. I hate motherfuckers doing that. Just to take it off for a bit. I remember yeah. my f- friend um, Brogan comes up to is me. Is he German? No, it's a she. It's a she. Oh, okay, Brogan's a girl. She comes. I'm up sorry to- that I didn't know that Brogan was a girl's name. Uh, that's fine. She gets it all the time. Yeah. He gets it all the time. She comes up to me and goes, "Oh, I was with having din- dinner with Alina the other night, and she was talking about you." And I was going, hey, what, "What's she saying?" And she guess what she says? Uh, oh, I better not say. Yeah, I'm not telling. <sighs> Fuck you. Yeah, don't bring it up in the first place. Love you, Brogan. I'll see you at your birthday in a few weeks' time. I'm excited. Um, I love that you're not German, by the way, Brogan. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, the reason that Alex does do it is because he realises, oh shit, I'm now going to name and shame Sarah, which puts her in the bad position of looking like the fourth person to ruin the task. Mm. And then this three-way fight just erupts, but you can't even understand what they're saying or what their point is, but they're just <laughs> yelling. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I swear there's like a minute straight where Aaron's just going, I don't want to fight about this. I don't even want to argue about this. I don't want to argue about this. And and it's the fight where they keep on all moving because there's three parties trying to like get their voice in. And it's not like they're standing face-to-face. It's just the, the fight keeps on moving. They just keep on walking. Who's involved? Aaron, Alex. You've wrote, written... Uh, Aaron, Alex, and Sarah, but yeah. uh, Nathan gets involved for a bit as well. He does, but that's more to break it up and say, you guys are idiots. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he tries like, to be the voice of reason, which yeah. I quite often try to do. Nathan is that guy. He just says, hey, no matter what's happened, you can't be like, oh, I want to whisper it, because they hear, they've they seen everything. Mm. So if Sarah's done it, there's no problem with Sarah doing it, but don't make a big deal out of it, because it's too bad. It's already done. When I'm trying to, trying to be the voice of reason in an yeah. argument, right... I don't, like, I'm like, you know, I do it proper. Like, I give people points where it's deserved. I'll be like, hey, you're right on this. And the other person will be like, yeah, fuck you. Damn right, I'm right about this. And, and then, then and I'll be like, but you. <laughs> and then by the end of it, both of them are just like, fuck you. Like, which side, which side are you on, dog? Yeah. Um, there's, Nathan couldn't even do that in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Which And he's um the person to be doing it. Yeah, but there was no sides. I don't feel like there was any sides. It was just people yelling things for no reason. Um, Aaron, Alex, and Nathan are the first three people to get up the next day. Oh, yeah. And so they're the first ones, after having a massive, the, this big fight last night, they get up and sort of say, yeah, good tussle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Pretty much. Wisest man I've ever known, Dr. Zabo, who's an old school teacher of mine, once said to me uh, in, year, in year nine or year ten, he goes, boys, when they have fights, they can go at it, they can shake hands afterwards, set, say, yep, good punch on, move on, whereas girls have a bit yeah. of a dispute and things continue to be nasty for days, months. Years doesn't end. Uh, these boys get up the next morning and just go, "Hey, we're in, we're in the same house together. We gotta gotta get yeah. past this." Oh, even if they were in the same house, if they run into each other the next day, they'll just be like, "Hey, all good." Yep, all good, man. Um, Jess and Marty are once again the topic of conversation in the house. Drama, 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 drama. Um, Jess is like, "Will I cheat on him with him, or will I won't cheat with him?" It's just. What do you think Marty should do? I think Marty should have broken up with his girlfriend before going in the house. I think, because he hasn't done that, should go into the diary room and look into the camera and say to his girlfriend, look, <coughs> it was great, but I've met someone in here. She's even better than you. I'm going to have to call it quits. It's bad what he's doing, though. Yeah. 
You thought like you thought getting broken up with over the phone or via text was bad. Try get, getting TV. try getting broken up via Big Brother diary room confession. One million viewers each night. Take Bam. that bitch. Um, you probably should do that because I wonder when they're gonna actually start to. I wonder if they ever actually make it official in the house. Sure, I'm pretty sure they do. Surely. But every night, Jess is like, oh, I'm not gonna kiss him again. I'm not gonna bother him again. Mm. I'm not gonna get she in bed again. I'm into not bed. gonna get, get in bed with him again. I won't. I'm gonna stop this because it's bad and I don't even agree with what I'm doing myself. But then she fucking does it 10 minutes later. What do you think of Jess every night going, Good night, sweet dreams. I love you. See you in the morning. She says that to him every night. Every night. Hey, she's a kind of spiritual person. If she needs to do it, she needs to do it. Sweet gal. Um, moving on to the next fight, which I find even better. Yeah, I love this. Who knew that we could have two massive fights in one week? And both caused by the same fucking person. Mm-hmm. Let's break it down. It's your boy. Aaron. It's Aaron. 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 So, Big Brother locks them away in one of the bedrooms uh, for a fair amount of time. Because? Uh, yes, I do have to... Ap- it's in my notes. I have to apologise, Ben, for the second time... There is a spa in the house. There is a spa in the house. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Week one, I say. is This is the season <laughs> where there's a spa hidden. I said under a, a slab of concrete, but it's actually under the garden bed, which is right next to the slab yep. of concrete. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, listen to the tapes, but you do owe me $100. Is that what I said? Yeah. We put a, we put a bet on it. I'll share you some nuggets sometimes. We're not giving you a hundred fucking bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You didn't say anything of that. Oh, nature, but please buy me some I was pretty. I was please. pretty sure, and I do apologize, because I was pretty adamant, and I'm wrong. There is a spa. Big Brother gives him an hour warning. An hour before they're locked in, he says, you've got an hour, do what you need to do, then you're locked in, and I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. They lock him in a room, they've got some chess. Mirabai and uh, Aaron are playing chess together, and he starts complaining that he needs to go wee. Mm. Need to go pee-pee. Um, but he doesn't address Big Brother. And this oh, is well, he's he's saying it to other people. Hey, I need a piss. That's not addressing Big Brother. That's just does, a conversation. He doesn't go, Please, hey, Big Brother, I can't go into the diary room yeah. right now. Can like, what's going on? How do I do this? And this is what Shannon says later. She's like, I'm, I don't care what you've done. I'm saying that you can't say that you told Big Brother, because you never did. You just said in conversation with people, oh, I really need a pee. Telling Big Brother would be yelling up, looking up Start to the roof, screaming. And going, Big Brother, can I leave? And he would give you a direct response. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron doesn't really care for the rules, even though apparently he loves rules. I swear at one point he just goes, okay, I'm two, two more minutes, and if Big Brother doesn't say anything, I'm walking out. Okay, I'm just leaving. Yeah. So he just decides to bolt out the room, which wasn't really a big deal, because I believe they had the shutters down anyway. But it was more the fact that some a staff member could walk, could walk been in the yeah, house. Yeah, Walks to the bathroom, runs back. Big Brother's pretty pissed over the announcer. Um, they then that's this is when the fight starts to erupt between uh, Shannon and Aaron because he walks back into the room and he's Aaron's the kind of guy that already has his he's got hands up ready for a fight before it even starts yeah he, he walks back in and basically says if anyone has a problem I said it was ready to go and Shannon decides hey I've got a problem with you <laughs> she literally kind of says hey you know what no you didn't yeah shut the fuck that's up that's not how it went she said no you just decided to disobey the rules. And for someone who's really into rules, she really calls him out. Oh, God. For, yeah, we'll get onto that later. Yeah, yeah, because it continues. She goes, you're really into rules. And he's really aggressive when uh, he's yelling. Mm. And Shannon is the one person, I reckon, who would never be intimidated by him. The one f- yeah, female. Yeah, yeah, she is the yeah, female in the woman. house She's the strong that one. She's would the queen. never be intimidated of him. Queen of the castle. She's like, you don't scare me at all. Mm. I'm just telling you what I think, and I think that for someone who cares a lot about the rules... Gets right in his face. You really just wanted to walk out. Tells it to him. Aaron's like a fusion of all the dumbest people I've ever like met on, cons- <laughs> on construction sites. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Well, that's where you probably find him. Let me tell you about a guy I work with. Won't, yep. say, won't say his name. Good for legal reasons. Yeah. 
a uh, few like month uh, February. It's probably February. A bit of a don't say his name if you know it, but a bit of a political scandal that was going on involved with a you know a quite higher up politician of Australia. Oh yes, I'm aware. Yeah, and you know we're hearing about it constantly on the radio. Right. Yep, and we're still hearing about it right now. Yeah, and I'm working with him. I'm working alongside with him, and you know we hear the news report, of, mm-hmm. and you know they're talking about it. And he turns to me and goes, "Who's this fucking Barnaby cunt?" Oh, yeah. All right. I know. I go, "Oh my god, you're so dumb." A few few weeks later, um, nuclear tensions between uh, you know a, a certain few nations. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about? Yep. He comes up to me one morning and goes, "How's this fucking Kim Jong Chin cunt?" <laughs> oh my god. Fucking stupidest motherfucker! Anyway. And you just had to police shut your mouth. I just see they going, oh, what's going on? I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard. And he's going, well, he's bloody, uh, fucking, you know, Trump says to him, oh, we've got all these bombs and we're going to bomb the fuck out of his. And he says back to him, nah, if you do that, we're just going to send in the full fucking army and just fuck his up. <laughs> so now apparently he's this Kim Jong Ching guy is going over to the states and he's going to meet with the Trump and they're going to shake hands or something after all this bullshit. What's the fucking point? I'm going, fuck, man, if only you if only you were running. If only yeah, you, if only if you, only you were, were in control of all of this shit. I swear, it, there must be a lot of people in the workforce that just have no brains. Because there's one person that I work with that I just had to listen to in the tea room the other day, and I just wanted to really go at him, but I said to stay calm. Yeah, because there's no point. There's be- no point. Because they're just that, you're not going to get through to them. They're just that dumb. Well, first of all, this guy's a Richmond supporter. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying, dog? Oh, you know what I'm saying. I no, get exactly what you're saying. There's, there's, I, there's a few Richmond supporters in my life that are lovely, but then there's oh, pl- others. Plenty, plenty. There's others, and this guy is a stereotype. And Rich, Richmond, in my opinion, are far from the worst fan base. No, I disagree with that. Oh. They're the worst. I was, yeah, okay. All right. just, um, trying, just trying to be nice. Just trying to be nice here. But no. I, I, I do mean that. No, this guy, it's before the St Kilda matches on that night, and he goes, oh, what are you thinking? You're going to lose by 90 points tonight? And I was like, well, I mean, we've <laughs> we've lost three of our backmen. They're the best forward line in the league. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of played along. I'm like, oh, probably. And I said, oh, you know, look, if we lose by under 60, I'll be happy. Guess what? We lost by 13 points in the hey, end. Yo, yo, yo. Um, but I just wanted to be like, you smug cunt. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it gets worse. I'm reading the paper. Continue. And he's looking at the, what I'm reading. And I'm reading about um, the Hall of Fame inductees. They're inducting, they inducted a legend, Kevin Sheedy. Hmm. And they were talking about, um, you know, Gary Ablett. Because Gary Ablett has some off-field incidences with drugs. Correct. Um, and he's like, oh, that guy should be should have been behind bars. He never went to jail. Should have been behind bars. I was like, mm, it's pretty, pretty um, big opinion considering that yep. that happened in like 2001. <laughs> it's now 2018. You haven't gotten over it. Well, it's, it's, I mean, you can have that opinion, but even if he went serve time, he still wouldn't be in jail right now. Straight up. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, it's pretty tricky. And I'm like, oh, you know, also hard with Wayne Carey being in contention. And he goes, what? <laughs> he's like, oh. I mean, that wasn't really a big deal. He just cheated on someone's wife. I'm like, no. Nah. I said, uh, I think he did a bit more than that. He goes, really? I'm like, um, yeah, he bashed his girlfriend in a glass to police officer. Yep. And he goes, really? And I read it offline. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I never believe any of that anyway. It always says allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. It always says this allegedly. Is, this is the same guy that when the hashtag Me Too was happening, he made a massive status about, why? what about men? What about violence against men? Mm. And I was like, you are an absolute idiot. Moving forward anyway. Moving um, forward, speaking of the, the topic you put through when you sent the topics to me, it was Hidden Spa and Aaron Needs to Pee. And I hadn't seen it yet when you sent that oh, to me. Sorry. So I thought, I thought Aaron's like there was a hidden spa and the first thing Aaron did was pee in the spa. <laughs> which, let me tell you, I was 
You've done that before. Reminded me of the time. Worse, I once pissed on the coals of a sauna in a hotel in the Novotel. What? Yeah. Why? Because you just had to go. It was my the dumbest thing I've ever done. Like it was one thing I'm just like, holy shit! I did not think. Like we went back down to the pool the next day and it still smelled. Like the whole pool area was just like the worst. Were you busting and you just had to go? No, it was more just like there's a tap right there, but that like n- right next to it, yeah. like to put on the coals. But there's no bucket, so if I want to, you know, put if I want to make it hot in here, I'm going to have to turn the tap on and then you know get it in the water in the small scoops of like what I can hold in my hand. And I'm going to yeah. have to you know fill it up, pour a bit, fill my hands up, pour a bit on the coals. It's going to take fucking you know a minute, a solid minute. And I thought actually I sort of need to piss instead of maybe like going out to the toilet or like pissing in the pool like a yeah. normal person would do. I'm just going to piss on the coals. And it was fucking horrid. Let's jump back into it. That's how humanity works. He's, what he <laughs> he's standing at the door to go into the DR to explain himself. And Alex and um, I think it's Mirabai are standing there saying, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Um, and he just goes, yes, don't let people questioning me. And then Shannon pipes up again. She's like, Dal, I was only questioning you because I thought it was bullshit that you were saying you made it clear with Big Brother. Yeah. You didn't make it clear. So if you made it clear, I would have had no problem. I don't care about you using the toilet. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. But make it clear, Dal. Yeah. Dal. Oh, and then doesn't he... I think he, he snaps one back, like a condescending... Yeah, doesn't during one of the fights, I'm not sure if it was this one or the other one, but he calls someone baby, like mid Yeah, I think he did. He called her babe. Yeah. yeah. Babe. Yeah, not the best look. Fuck you. Moving. Sweet uh, sweet cheeks was what I'm at the pool with uh, my... I was going for a swim the other yeah. night. My dad's trying to uh, get fit. Oh, nice. Good on him. He calls me up and goes, hey, you want to come to the uh, pool with me? And he said yes? Go for a swim with him. Been first time in a while, and we're going through, we're paying out $7 to get in, and the lady goes, thanks very much, sweet cheeks. For oh, nah, keep that at home. Yeah. Keep, keep that, that to yourself. Fuck out of here. I'm not your sweet cheek. With my dad. Yeah, I'm not even your unsweet cheek. I don't know where I was going there. <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> don't, don't do any sweet cheek bullshit with me. Cop day, um... I was. I said to my dad, "Do you want to give her a a doll on the oh, way out?" Yeah. And I said, "No, you'd fucking you'd get arrested. <laughs> you'd get arrested. <laughs> you if would you did be. That. Yeah. You'd be detained. You'd probably be sent. <laughs> you'd be your citizen taken off you." Hashtag me too. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, so they finally open the doors and there's a spa and they all jump in and it's a happy moment after a tense night. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, in a few other pieces before we move on, uh, Pete's at the family dinner and he absolutely gets steamrolled. Do you remember this? Wait, what happens? Uh, they're having the family dinner and they talk about, um, you feel like... Oh, they're having a chat about how everyone's doing. Well, it has the dynamic of the house changing out that there's five nominees. And they're talking about something. Pete jumps in. Doesn't matter what he says. He just gets absolutely steamrolled. Yeah. And then at the end of it, goes, oh, don't even give a rat's ass. You know, I'll get... Sh-. <laughs> he, under his breath, though, they don't really hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really not having a good time in there. No, it definitely wasn't. Not having a good time. Uh, also, Mirabai starts crying over getting a fine for not wearing the microphone, and I feel like that's the most we're going to see of her for the next couple of weeks. Mirabai has been quiet. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't... She hasn't I don't know if she's got any storylines, any friends she can connect with. We still, we still love you, Mirabai. We don't, we don't got a problem with you. You can play your violin for me anytime. Yeah, I know. Just keep playing that violin, and we'll be there, we'll be there listening. Yeah. You can come to, come to play in my bathroom anytime. Play with more than just her violin. Shut up. <laughs> up next, we got the intruder special. We get to vote for which intruder comes to the house. Jaden, give us a rundown of the premise. Hey there, it is Jaden, but unfortunately, I'm recording this at a later time. There was something wrong with our podcast or something. I don't know. There's always some te- technical crap. But I'll fill you in on what was left of the last five minutes of the pod. Basically, intruders are coming into the house for the second season in a row. You'll see more of them next week uh, when they arrive. 
they're pretty boring. I mean, if they were good enough to be in the original, they'd be good enough for the intro uh, to be in the original. But um, someone to look out for is uh, Brody, who still works, I believe, as the MC at the Collingwood Home Games. And I kind of, I'm like, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. We get to eviction night, and it is time to go. Aaron, 51% of the vote, which is pretty large considering the next person down is 21%. And it's kind of first time we say Gretel put someone in their place. We kind of know Gretel that she kind of goes hard in the interviews. And um, she really asks him about all the rules he had and the rules that he broke and why he was so aggressive and cheating and not cheating. Um, and pretty much, yeah, we run into next week. Uh, the MVP for the week, of course, would be Aaron. How could anyone not be the MVP when they started two fights within, like, 72 hours? And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. As always, keep up to date with us on the socials. We're going to be trying to do that more often on... Uh, at BBAU Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. After this podcast, we will be off for two weeks. Uh, I'm going to America. Oh, if you're really interested, I don't know, find me on social media. What am I on social media? I don't know. If you're really interested in keeping up in uh, my time in Las Vegas, I am at underscore Jaden Shepherd on Instagram. Um, apart from that, thanks for listening. And um, Big Brother is always watching.